but I do not believe he's greater than Michael Jordan. And I certainly do not believe LeBron is greater than Michael Jordan. And I certainly, certainly do not believe um, the black mamba was better than Michael Jordan. Dr. J was great, but not greater than Michael Jordan. Now, both uh, Steph Curry and Michael Jordan are homeboys. They're from the great state of North Carolina, or what we sometimes refer to as North Kakalaki. So, uh, it's not about that. God just blessed Michael Jordan to be the greatest of all time. And so, because of that, I have no interest in watching a full basketball game. I just catch the highlights. And isn't it interesting that regarding sports today, there are more shows about the games and about the players than the games they play. And they just talk and fuss and make up stuff until the next game. So with that, if you want if you'd rather watch the game then hear me read the word, teach the word and preach the word, you go right ahead. Now, I know some of you have both things going. You, you're double-minded. But we thank God for whoever would join us and hearing the word of God. Uh, no doubt the truly saved people. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And the standing between the living and the dead. Prayer, devotional, memorial, family, evangelistic service, yes, all of that. We cover all of that in the service. This is the everything service. And I assure you it is a service uh, that was started by God, not me. I have probably made more enemies from this service than all of my other services combined. But that's all right. My beloved, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International. With the White House, make sure, make sure everything is centered perfect. White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 566, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day 
in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history, the present and the future. Today, beloved, we are reading Proverbs chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. Shall we pray in sincerity? Meaning, pray what you mean and mean what you pray. God will hear those prayers. And when you get distracted, you go back to where you can remember you got distracted from. And you start from there. Uh, That's what you call sincere prayer. So let's pray. Holy Father, God, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And Holy Father, God, we praise you and we thank you tonight for your love, your grace, and your mercy in a very real sense. And we praise you and we thank you for the miraculous day you gave us on yesterday and on the day before and on the day before. And thank you, Lord, for the prayers that you heard days ago that came to fruition yesterday and the day before. We praise you and we thank you most of all for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. And uh, Holy Father God, we individually, as your people who are saved and born again, confess, Lord, our sins, our faults, and our failures unto you. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our sins as we from our hearts, by your grace, forgive those who have sinned against us. And Holy Father God, we pray for the salvation of those who are lost. Yes, the irreligious, but also the religious. Uh, as I continue to pray for the salvation of my wife, Marika White, to become a true born-again Christian, even though she's very religious, and is serving in the ministry even tonight. And Holy Father God, we pray for the salvation of other people in my family who are religious but lost. And we pray for that all across the country and around the globe. For as one pastor of a prominent large denomination has made clear, he believes that most people in his denomination Uh, believe that they are Christians, but they're not. You showed me this years ago. You even changed my approach, and you even changed my prayer and the way I deal with people in the church, understanding more and more that many people in the church are not saved. So, Holy Father God, I do pray tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you would rebuke and bind the devil, his demons, and his hosts from each and every one of us under the sound of my voice. 
I pray, Lord, that you would give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ once again tonight that you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic, demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias out of my wife, Marika White, and out of other people in our family. This is not a personal slight against them at all. They all know that uh, either through a generational curse or whatever, uh, the devil is busy in our family and in the lives of certain people. And so, Holy Father God, on both sides of our family, some, are, some people are demon-possessed, some are demon-oppressed. And Lord, this is the case in all families and all churches of the world. And so we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for leading me to talk about it out loud. It is no secret. And Lord, I pray that you'll give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. And cast out these demons out of the lives of people, some unaware, some very much aware, in our family and beyond, and give us sweet victory over the devil tonight and throughout the remainder of this night, even in the afterglow. And Lord, thank you so much for another magnificent day. Uh, and Lord, we pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, heal those who are sick, comfort those who are grieving, have your Holy Ghost and all that you do to bring people to salvation, to not give them rest until they come to know you as Savior before it is eternally too late. Lord, glorify your holy name. Lift up your holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, for we are unworthy to even uh, do that ourselves. But Lord, we thank you for putting that in our hearts and help us to do what we can to bring glory to your name and to lift up your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, for it is in his name we pray. Amen. My dear friends, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your history, uh, to read in your hearing rather, uh, the Word of God, the Holy Bible, thus saith the Lord at Proverbs chapter 3 verses 1 through 10. My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck, write them upon the table of thine heart. <clears throat> so shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. 
so shall thy bonds be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you so much for your holy word and certainly a passage that our family has read many, many times down through the years, no doubt hundreds, reading through the book of Proverbs in our family devotions that now have grown to include people all around the world because you allowed it, because you ordered it, because you wanted it to be so, because you counted this a wretched sinner faithful as I did it behind the scenes with my wife who has been rebellious all of these years and uh, with my children and uh, it has been a blessing to all of us and I give you the glory the praise and the honor for your holy word Lord have it to find a lodging place in our hearts Help us to meditate on it, live by it, and apply it to our lives. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, family members, service family members, and my beloved. This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International, with the Scripture and the Sense podcast, episode number 900. And 78, where I simply read the Word of God. And give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source. Such as the Bible Knowledge Commentary. Or the Matthew Henry Commentary. This podcast is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 8, where it says, Ezra and the Levites read in the book in the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and cause to them to understand the reading. <clears throat> the aim of this podcast is that through the simple reading of the word of God, and the giving of the sense of it, it is my humble prayer that the church would be revived and the world would be awakened by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ who said the most loving, most wonderful, and most important words in the history of the world when he said, For God so loved the world, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, perish from hell, but have everlasting life. My dear friend, do you want to be saved from hell? Do you want to be saved from your sins in this life? Do you want to have peace that passeth all understanding? A Jewish man, very impressive uh, genius of a man, has, a, have fa has family members who are geniuses as well, Oscar, Oxford educated and all of that, Harvard educated. He ran from the gospel and ran from Christianity from ye for years. His dad used to get mad at him, being a Jew, for reading the gospels 
he said, he wondered why his dad got so mad at him about that, but he said he was reading far worse than that. Anyway, late in life, around 49 years old, he finally admitted and finally uh, realized that through the Gospels and through receiving Christ, uh, he became a Christian. He said it was a long time coming. And uh, he searched and he investigated and he did research. Like I told you, a genius of a man. And maybe you're searching tonight. It took him a long time to finally come to Christ. It may be taking you a long time. Whatever the case, you can be saved from the power of sin and have peace in this life. And he said that was the first thing that uh, he said God gave him was peace and joy. For the first time in his life he had peace and joy. And I found his testimony to be very interesting and very compelling because the first thing that Jesus did for me and gave me was peace and joy. Slide up right here. Slide up. And if you want peace and joy in your life, dear friend, and you want to have the assurance that when you die, you will go to heaven and not to hell. Understand this. First, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law. You have done evil in your life. So have I, so has the Pope. So has everybody. For the Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all have failed God and have broken his Ten Commandments. Second, accept the fact that there is a punishment for sin always. Sin is nasty, filthy, no good, and deserves punishment, and we all know it, even in our conscience. None of us are satisfied unless sin is punished, even our own sin. The Bible states in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. We die because of sin. It all comes to an end because of sin. And God wants you to know that if he will allow you to die as punishment for your sin, he wants you to know that he will allow you to go to hell because of your sins. Because dying from this beautiful ball called earth, hanging on nothing but God's power, uh, is a punishment. For our sins. So if God will allow that to happen, as frightening as that is, please understand he will allow you to go to hell for your sins. To pay for your sins if you do not believe in his son Jesus Christ who already paid for your sins. Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God who has taken away the sin of the world according to John the Baptist. 
He is, in other words, our uh, sacrificial Passover lamb of God who died for the sins of the entire world. God in the flesh, Emmanuel, chose to suffer, bleed, and die for our sins, being the innocent Lamb of God that he was. He had never sinned himself in word, thought, or deed, but he died for our sins voluntarily. And he suffered, he bled, and he died, was buried, and rose on the third day by the power of God. <clears throat> For you and me. So you need to stop by the tree, the cross, before you leave here. Because it is appointed on the men once to die, but after this, the judgment. You will meet God face to face one day. So you need to believe in His Son, Jesus Christ so that you will have the blood of the Lamb on you before you meet God. Because that's the only way you can be saved, is to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and believe his gospel that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God. So thirdly, understand and accept the fact that you are on the road to hell. Jesus Christ said in Mark 9, 43-48, And if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into life maimed than having two hands to go into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched. Where there one dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. And if thy foot offend thee, cut it off, Jesus Christ said. It is better for thee to enter, halt into life, than having two feet to be cast into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched. Where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. And if thine eye offend thee, pluck it out. It is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye, than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire where their worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. Hell is a very real place. Make no mistake about it. Hell is a sad place. Hell is a bad place. Hell is bad news, but I have some good news for you. I've already mentioned it to you. Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world. Now this is love for you. That he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Just believe in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ. That he died for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God for you so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart to save your soul today, and he will save you. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what, you ask? Saved from hell? Saved from the power of sin in your life? Where you can say no to sin? Saved from a life of unrest and lack of peace and lack of joy? Ever since I've been saved, over 42 years ago, 43 years ago, I guess, now, I've had peace and joy like I've never had before. It doesn't, before when I was a little boy and a young youngster, 
if the sun came up and the sky was blue and the sun was shining, I was happy. But when we had rainy days and storms, I was sad. Now that I'm saved and born again for over the past 43 years, I don't even think like that. Nothing has an impact upon my joy and my peace. Nothing. And I want that for you. So dear friend, if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, if you're willing to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ right now, tonight, he will save your soul. Call on his name, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Believing in your heart in none other than the Son of God, Jesus Christ, he has the power to save you. If you want to get saved tonight, pray the sinner's prayer with me. God will hear you. God will hear, hear you, and God will save your soul. Let's pray. Holy Father God, repeat after me phrase by phrase. Holy Father God, I know that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. Repeatedly, I have broken your Ten Commandments. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon me and please forgive me of all of my sins. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change. Help me to truly repent of my sins and turn away from my evil life and to follow you in the good life, Lord Jesus. For it is in your name I pray, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ Jesus, please go. <coughs> Pardon me. Please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Now, dear friend, if you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ tonight as your Savior, please email us at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. At this time, dear friends, Let's continue in our service, the standing between the living and the dead devotional service already in progress. And for those of you who just got saved, welcome to the family. This is your first Bible study. Today, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, we are reading Malachi chapter 3, verse seven in the scripture and the sense uh, Bible study. Even from the days of your fathers ye are gone away from mine ordinances and have not kept them. 
Return unto me, and I will return unto you, saith the Lord of hosts. But ye said, Wherein shall we return? That was Malachi chapter 3, verse 7. Now, here is the sense of it. Here is the understanding of it with the help of the Holy Ghost and the Matthew Henry commentary. The men of that generation turned away from God like our generation, the generation we're living in now, and the most recent generations before this one have turned away from God for the most part. They had not kept his ordinances, his laws, his commandments. God gives them a gracious call, but they said, Wherein shall we return? God notices what returns our hearts make to the calls of his word. It shows great perverseness in sin when men make afflictions, excuses for sin, which are sent to part between them and their sins. Here is an earnest exhortation to reform. God must be served in the first place, and the interests of our souls ought to be preferred before that of our bodies. Let them trust God to provide for their comfort. God has blessings ready for us, but through the weakness of our faith and the narrowness of our desires, we have not room to receive them. He who makes trial will find nothing is lost by honoring the Lord with his substance. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for another opportunity to proclaim your holy gospel, particularly during this month. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your holy word, which speaks to our time every day. No matter where, Lord, we start in your holy word. No matter where we read in your holy word, it is the most amazing thing. You're speaking to our hearts right now in our present time and we can see your word even working in the world. And we give you the glory, praise, and honor for that. Help us to submit ourselves to your holy word. In Jesus Christ's name, we pray and forsake. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we go to our family segment, what I call the family verses. Today, we happen to be... Uh, in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3, for our second day, we spend about three days in each section where God commands everybody in the family what he wants them to do. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Sometimes in the Christian life, you just need to do what is right because it is right to do. One great evangelist said, do right though the stars fall. You may not feel it. You may not feel like it. That is a big part of the Christian life for real. We do have uh, a good portion of the church who, before they can do anything, they have to see something and feel something or uh, get some kind of tingle down their spine when that's not what the Christian faith is about. The Christian faith is about obeying God whether we can see something or feel something or not. And God gives us the strength and the ability to do right even though we may not see how that's going to help us. 
And sometimes, in the minds of many people, sometimes telling the truth will get them into trouble. But God will, if you honor him by telling the truth, he will protect you from the trouble or get you through the trouble. Either way, you're going to be better off if you tell the truth because, as someone said a long time ago, uh, honesty is the best policy, always. Verse 2, Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. You don't do that, you will not receive the promise. And that is verse 3, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. Do right by God. Do right by your parents. Obey them. Honor them. Show the proper respect for them, and God will bless you tremendously. I hope that you're raising your children this way and you're reading this passage to them over and over again. You may not see it working all of the time, but it will stick because it is the Word of God. So, dear friends, let's pray for other families as well. Families that don't know Jesus Christ and families that do, the religious and the irreligious. And let's pray for other people. Holy Father God in heaven, we pray for families that name the name of Christ, that you would heal them by them choosing to obey your holy word. Save the religious but lost family members. Save the irreligious families as well. That all of these people, both types of families, can benefit from the power of your truth, the power of your holy word, so that they can have successful families, productive families, for your glory, praise, and honor. Now, Holy Father God, we pray for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving all around the world. We pray, Lord, for those who name the name of Christ, for Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our sins, of not obeying your great commandment, and for not obeying your great commission. We have just chosen to disobey your word. And no wonder we're in the mess that we're in today, worse than the Laodicean church. And Holy Father God, I pray for those who name the name of Christ, help us all to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our wicked sins. And to get back to you, our first love. We do pray, Lord, for all of your government officials, government ministers, from the president down to the policeman in this country and around the globe. I thank you for them. And uh, as you have commanded me to, and I thank you for the peace and order in the places that I have lived. And Holy Father God, I pray. Holy Father God, I pray that you would save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, and cast the devil and the demons of hell out of those who are demon-possessed. For Lord, unfortunately, as we can plainly see, many, many people are demon-possessed today. Only a demon-possessed person can kill uh, little children in an elementary school and then their teachers. So Holy Father God, cast the devil and the demons of hell out of people in this world. And so Holy Father God, we also pray that you would protect uh, 
all of your Christian uh, children who are being persecuted all around the world, including here in America, including myself. And uh, uh, Lord, we have uh, been attacked by TikTok and attacked by uh, YouTube and so forth and other, uh, other persecutions worse than that. And so, Lord, we thank you and we wear it as a badge of honor. Uh, we, can, we thank you for counting us worthy to go through some things, not really uh, major things like some other people uh, who are being persecuted and some are dying for their faith. Comfort them as only you can, protect them and deliver them, and grant them and all of us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to stand and uh, to uh, endure persecution and give us grace in our dying hour if necessary. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for all of the millions of people who are hurting because they have suffered from the coronavirus plague with family members are dying, some with multiple family members who have died. And now we have other plagues among, uh, uh, on top of us because of our sins and foolishness against you. And we pray that you'll comfort these people, not only for that, but for other reasons. And we pray for some by name. We pray for the family and friends of Virginia resident Deborah Lynn Charles. We pray for the family and friends of Arkansas resident Rhonda Strickland. We pray for the family and friends of Texas resident Maria Gomez. We pray for the family and friends of Texas resident Lisa Faye Joby. We pray for the family and friends of Arkansas resident Jakarta Lynn Brawley. We commit these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and uh, our lives as well. And we pray now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for all of the prayer requests and all of the people who have sent in prayer requests down through the years. Thank you for the privilege to pray for them and thank you, Lord, for the thousands of answers to prayer. And we pray for all of them as a group, uh, the thousands of those folks who have sent in prayer requests. And we pray for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon them all. And Lord, we pray the same for these new prayer requests that have come in. We pray for Marie. Please place the blood of Jesus and strongest angelic protection over her life. Deliver her neighborhood from gangs, witchcraft, and occult. Help her to recover from damage caused by storms and tornadoes. We pray, Lord, for Patrick. Deliver him from putting things before you, please save his soul and give him assurance of his salvation. We pray for Tammy. Please bless her with her own house. We pray now for the people who have uh, gotten saved by hearing the gospel preached from this pulpit. Help them to grow in the faith. We thank you for the thousands who have made a profession of faith. We pray for these few by name. We pray for Daisy, Razak, Victor, Deshita, and Melwort. And Lord, we pray for the people who have recommitted their lives to Christ. Priscilla, Letty, Celine, Thondi, Shimon, and hundreds of others who have done the same with us, not even giving an invitation for that. Or mentioning that. Thank you for doing it in response to your preached word. We give you the glory, the praise, and the honor for what you have done 
and uh, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would continue to bless the people and help them to grow in the faith. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been good to be with you once again tonight live. God bless you. Until next time, make sure you pray without ceasing. If you are in a family, even if you're not, pray without ceasing and see what God will do in your life. Let's all stand for our closing prayer as the music plays. Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We praise you and we thank you for what you have done and for what you're doing. Thank you for blessing us to be here tonight. And uh, we pray that uh, more lost souls would come to know you as Savior, revive and reclaim your Christian people, and help us, for those of us who are saved, to pray without ceasing and to keep our hearts and minds stayed on you. Keep us, therefore, in perfect peace. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time as we listen to uh, that beautiful old song, I'll Fly Away.